welcome to Random Bible Thoughts with Russ. Today's study is called Free Gift, Not of Our Own Doing. This is the third part of a five-part series called Redemption or Redeem. We're going to just get right on into it. Ephesians 2.8 For by grace you have been saved through faith, that is, not of your own doing, it is a gift of God. For you have been delivered by grace through trusting, and even this is not your own accomplishment, but God's gift. That's out of the complete Jewish Bible. Free gift, not of your own doing, is the title of this study. There are many denominations that teach works are needed for salvation. They will use the likes of James to try and prove it. Yet Paul said we are saved by faith alone. Yet both Paul and James are saying the same thing in different ways. I will get into it. One is speaking of salvation by faith. The other is speaking of obedience in works. There are many verses that basically say believe and be saved, not mentioning works. To start with, We'll step into Romans a bit, then walk in James. Romans 1, 16 through 17. And unless I say otherwise, unless I forget, everything will be out of the English Standard Version, the ESV. Romans 1, 16 through 17. This is subtitled, The Righteous Shall Live by Faith. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also the Greek. For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. And there's a Greek word for salvation, and I wish I would have set this up ahead of time. So I can have my computer tell me how it's pronounced. So I'll probably butcher the pronunciation, but I'll give it a shot. Soteria, Soteria, S-O with the line above the O, T-E with the line above the E, R-I-A. It means deliverance, preservation, safety, salvation. Salvation's root word is Soter, Soter. It means Savior, Deliverer, Perseverer. And another Greek word for Soter is Sonzo, Sonzo, S-O-Z-O, to save, keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction. As can be seen, salvation is being saved, delivered, rescued, rescued from destruction. This salvation is for everyone from the beginning of faith. The righteous shall live by faith. Sounds like what James is saying. In the word structure of salvation is Savior, Deliverer, Persevere. So in the structure of the word salvation is the gospel message. Delivered by a Savior rescued from destruction. Now then it's kind of cool when you get into words and the meanings and the roots of them and you can put it all together and you have the gospel message in one word salvation 
Romans 3, 21 through 26. But know the righteous of God, righteousness of God, has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and all and fall short of the glory of God. And are justified, that's an awesome word, justified by His grace as a gift, as a gift. Through the redemption, and there's another great word, that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a, here comes another great word, propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. The righteousness of God is seen through faith in Christ to all, to all that believe. There is no distinction between classes of people, for all have sinned and are justified. By his grace, a gift given to you freely and undeservedly for all who believe through the work of redemption of Jesus Christ. He is our propitiation. He turns away the wrath of God. Romans 6, 20-21 For when we were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at the time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Sin leads to death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God or bondservants of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and it and its end eternal life. For the wages of sin is, and I said it already, death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. For what all these verses have to say, and there's a lot there, but I'm going to go straight to verse 23, for the wages of sin is death. But, and here's a contrast coming in. Anytime you use the word but, that contrasts the statement prior to. But before I give you that, but let's talk a little bit about this death thing. What is this death thing it's speaking of? I just lost my place. Oh, well, there it is. Although sin can have a physical death, it also causes a spiritual death. That is a separation from God. Hear that? It can, sin can cause a physical death, but it is really, I believe, speaking of the spiritual death. Sin separates you from God. There's a separation. But now the, but this statement is about to contrast verse 23. Free gift. Free gift of God is eternal life. 
contrast to eternal death, that is an eternal separation from God, but free gift from God is eternal life in Jesus Christ for all who believe. Before I walk into James, let's sum up what Romans verses are saying. Salvation is for everyone who believes. The righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ our Lord. His grace is a gift through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Jesus turned away God's wrath, our propitiation, that's what propitiation means, to turn away God's wrath, to be received through faith. Those who have faith in Christ are justified. The free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. Works for salvation is not mentioned. It's a free gift through faith in Jesus Christ, an unmerited because there's nothing we can do to earn it. It's unmerited life eternal. Walking in James. There are many who take James as stating that you have to do works or deeds for salvation. I'm saying no. No, you don't have to do deeds or works for salvation. As I stated in Romans, it's faith through faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus is saying, or sorry, James is saying, because of faith, you will do good works. That shows evidence of faith. James 1, 22 through 25. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself, and it goes away at once, and forgets what he goes, looks like. Let me read that again. I butchered that thing. For he looks at himself, and goes away, and at once forgets what he looks like. I need some punctuation in there. But the one who looks into the perfect law the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Now, I've been in a few churches where some of the people are like this. They hear God's word, but once they leave, they forget who they are supposed to be in Christ. I know this firsthand. I used to be one of them. I went to church, Wednesday Bible study, yet when I was on a construction site, and I worked construction for many years, but when I was on a construction site, Christ wasn't with me, I left him at church. It wasn't until I was convinced of being in sin, living in sin, did I start to truly digest what I was hearing and start to study God's word in depth. Only then my eyes were open to my actions. I started seeing many in the same life of being hearers only and not doers. The last half of verse 25 tells us what a doer receives for their doing. It's not salvation, it's blessings in the doing. Let's step back into Romans for a moment. For not, Romans 2.13, 
for it is not the hearer of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. Sounds like Paul and James saying the same thing. James, there are blessings being a doer. Paul, you are justified in being a doer. Being justified is quite the blessing. Back to James. Side note, the NASB, the New American Standard Bible, inserts, prove yourselves to the word. Kind of like saying, show evidence or produce evidence you are doer of the word. Not for your benefit, but for the world to see who you are in Christ. This next section of scripture is long. It's in James 2, 14-26. This is the works faith debate section of James. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith, but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and you say to them, Go in peace, be warm and filled, without giving them a thing needed for the body, what benefit is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. You want to be showing you foolish person that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by his works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active, was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled, saying, Abraham believed God, it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way was not also Rahab the prostitute Oops, lost thought. Justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, also faith apart from works is dead. Let's go a few verses at a time as we walk through James. Verse 14, and this is how they complete Jewish Bible. What good is it, my brother, if someone claims to have faith but has no actions to prove it? Is such faith able to save him? If you say you have faith, yet nothing changes in your life, then do you really have faith? Or is it a said faith? Actions to prove faith can be many things. For example, before faith, you went to strip joints, got drunk, and wasted a lot of money. But you came to faith and that stops. Then there is an action that proves faith. That action is you stop going, stop wasting money, stop getting drunk. That's a form of action. That shows faith. If you don't stop, then do you really have faith? My answer is a big no. 
James 2, 15-17, the complete Jewish Bible. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food, and someone says to them, Shalom, or peace, be warm and eat hearty, without giving him what he needs, what good does it do? Thus, faith by itself, unaccompanied by actions, is dead. Faith unaccompanied by actions is dead. This set of verses is similar to verse 14. Faith without actions is not faith, it is dead. It is, in my opinion, a set faith. Faith without actions is dead. It is a said faith. The only reason you are a Christian, and this is because, you know, said a said faith, and the only reason you are a Christian is because of, traditionally, you have always gone to church or maybe have been baptized as an infant or gone through the first communion of a, at 12 years of age. None of that saves you. None of that gives you faith. You see a need someone has and you are able to help, but don't. Maybe you should, oh, let me back up, I'm sorry. None of that saves you. None of that gives you faith. You see a need someone has and you are able to help but don't, maybe you say God will work it out for you. Maybe you are the way God works it out. I need to be clear here. Salvation is a free gift. This is not, that is what this Bible study is about and eventually I'll get there about the free gift. Works, deeds, action, evidence of faith. Works, deeds, action is evidence of faith. If you are able to help and it's the right thing to do and do not, then it's a sin. James 14, 4, 17. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it to them, it is sin. Another look at verse 17 in the Waymouth New Testament. So also by faith, if it is unaccompanied by obedience, Obedience, faith unaccompanied by obedience has no life in it so long as it stands alone. Works, actions, deeds performed to earn salvation, they, they are done to show faith and obedience to God. Works, actions, deeds, I'm sorry, aren't, I knew that didn't sound right, aren't performed to earn salvation. They are done to show faith and obedience to God. Ephesians 2, 10. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The complete Jewish Bible ends with this. To do them. Waymouth New Testament ends it this way. He has predestined us to practice. Doing works, deeds, actions is a form of obedience to God. For he has already predestined us to do them. When you come to faith, that is, trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, then there are actions for you to do that has already been put before you to do. If you are not doing, then do you really have faith? 
Weymouth New Testament. Verse 18 through 21 in the Weymouth New Testament. Nay, some will say, You have faith, I have actions. Prove to me your faith apart from your corresponding corresponding actions, and I will prove mine to you by my actions. But idle boasters, are you willing to be taught how it is that faith apart from obedience is worthless? Take take the case of Abraham, our forefather. Was it or was it not because of his actions that he was declared to be righteous as the result of his having offered up his son Isaac upon the altar? Just a few key verses I want to touch upon. Prove to me My computer is making a strange noise. Prove to me your faith apart from corresponding actions or accompanying actions. I like using various versions of God's word when studying. When studying. Weymouth New Testament is one of them, especially in James. You can't prove or show faith without corresponding or accompanying actions. Here's a rest of phrase. That's where I take the word and I just kind of um, paraphrase it, but I call it a rust phrase. Prove you have a Corvette without driving it, and I'll show you my Corvette by driving it. Okay? Prove a cor- you have a Corvette by driving it without driving it, and I'll prove my Corvette by driving it. I had a friend in the Navy. I gave him a car. He was telling people things that he had done to the car. So I invited guys over for football and beer. I said, there is the car. Nothing has changed. There was no evidence. Faith is like that. If you say you have faith, then there should be corresponding evidence of said faith. Otherwise, I would say there is no faith. Verse 20. Faith apart from obedience is worthless. As Ephesians 2.10 states... We are creating in Jesus for good works prepared by God for us to do. Uh, kind of a loose translation. It is in obedience, it is in obedience we do the works God has prepared for us to do. If we are not willing, then your faith is useless dead and I would say no faith verse 22 you see that his faith worked with his actions by the actions the faith was made complete here's how the events take place in Genesis this was talking about Abraham so I, I didn't I should have added that verse in there too this is talking about Abraham you see that his faith Abraham worked with his actions. By the actions of his faith was made complete. I need a drink of water. Here's how the events take place in Genesis 22, 1-14. God tells Abraham to go to Moriah and offer your only son whom you love. Offer him his as a burnt offering. 
Abraham his son and two attendants left for the land. On the third day, Abraham saw the spot for the sacrifice. He told the attendees to stay while him and the boy go to worship and return to you. Isaac asked about the lamb. His father told him, God will provide. Abraham laid his son on the altar, and as he was about to sacrifice him, the angel of the Lord stopped him. He said, God sees your fear. God sees you fear him by not withholding your only son whom you love. Abraham saw a ram caught in the thicket and sacrificed it instead. <coughs> Excuse me. Abraham called the place God will provide, Jehovah Jireh. Abraham's faith in God, he did the work of Abraham's faith in God, he did the work God asked him. Thus his faith was made complete. And here's a side thought. In Genesis 22, 2, offer your son is verse in verse 1, it says, God tested Abraham. I don't believe God had any intentions of letting Abraham sacrifice his son. All Abraham Abraham had to do was be obedient and offer his son. Abraham told the two attendants to remain while he and his son go to worship and then return to you instead of saying, I will return to you. Abraham told the son, God will provide the sacrifice. I believe Abraham was well assured, confident that God would stop him from harming his son providing and provide the sacrifice. Then the angel of the Lord spoke to Abraham and stopped him. The angel of the Lord is a Christophany. The, when it says the angel of the Lord. That is a Christophany, the appearance of a pre-incarnate of Christ. That's the end of the little segment. So, what do works do? Works cooperate with your faith, accompanying your faith, being done in obedience because of your faith, completes your faith. Do works give you salvation? No. As stated above, they complete your faith when done in obedience. In the title, this is a free gift out of your own doing. I haven't mentioned much salvation as a gift, nothing of not of your own doing in my I really need to pay attention to my punctuation. Man. In the title the the title of this, it's a free gift out of your own doing. I haven't mentioned much salvation as a gift, not of your own doing in my step into Romans. Hopefully I've showed that our salvation comes because of our faith in Jesus. It's why salvation. My walk, or more like a hike in James, showed works as a result of salvation. Faith in Jesus is why we have salvation. Works is because of salvation. So let's get into the gift portion of the study. Ephesians 2, 1-10 through 10. And you were dead in the trespasses 
and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the powers of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But here's the contrast to what was just said. Listen up. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised up with Him, and seated with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Here we go. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing, it is a gift of God. It is a gift of God. Not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The complete Jewish Bible in verse 8, For you have been delivered by grace through trusting, and even this is not your own, here's a word I like, if I use it, I'm using this, by your own accomplishments your own accomplishments but God's gift I like the verbiage of the complete Jewish Bible especially the use of accomplishment how much do you have to accomplish to earn your way to God the answer is you can't do enough to earn your way to God the grace of God you have been saved by the grace of God you have been saved it's a free gift Romans 5.15 But the free gift is not like the trespass, for if many died through one man's trespass, that's Adam, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace that of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin, for the judgment following our trespasses brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. Four times in this verse, in Romans, it uses the term free gift, or verses, free gift. It emphasizes that because of God's grace and by the grace of Jesus Christ, the only one who is spotless and able to die for our sins and was resurrected, we received the free gift that brought justification, a legal right standing before God. That's what justification means. It's a legal right standing before God. Titus 3, 4. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy by the washing of regeneration renewal of the Holy Spirit whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior so that 
be justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Again, by God's loving kindness and through Jesus our Savior, we are justified. By his grace, we don't earn it, it's a gift. That's two I got. Final thoughts. In my step into Romans, it is by faith in God's mercy and grace that we are saved and have eternal life in our Lord Jesus the Christ. In my walk or hike through the works for salvation issue, I have shown that works are done in obedience to God for he has predestined works for us to do. It gives evidence of our faith. It gives evidence of our faith. Then as I stroll through the gift of in Ephesians, Romans, and Titus, we see that salvation is a gift from God, not our own doing. You can't do enough to earn salvation, for if you could, then there would be no need for Christ Jesus to die on the cross. A quote from John MacArthur wrote, There is no salvation through the keeping of God's law because sinful man is utterly incapable of doing so. He has neither the ability nor the inclination within himself to obey God perfectly. There is a great chasm that stands between our condition and God's character. As MacArthur, John MacArthur said, sinful man is not capable of keeping the perfect law of God. And you can pull from that statement that sinful man is incapable of performing enough good works to earn salvation. Because of God's grace and mercy, he offered a way to be reconciled back to him by sending his son to die on the cross to pay our penalty for sin in our stead. He redeemed us. Those who choose to believe it's a free gift, you might say, Work was needed for our salvation. You might say a work, a work, one work, was needed for our salvation. That work was done by Jesus Christ. It is of my opinion that Jesus didn't want to die, but wanted to do God's will. Matthew 26, 39. And going a little further, he fell on his face and praying saying my father it is if it is possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as I will but as you will but as your will <laughs> salvation is a free, free gift Jesus did the work for us God bless if you have found this video encouraging, educational, um, a blessing, please give me a like, leave me a comment, subscribe, um, I have a couple studies that I'm starting here, I'll be starting tomorrow morning, I got two in my mind, one's called the free gift rejected it's a sequel to this study and the other one is called who do you say that I am 
that comes from a, a message that Pastor Dennis gave a few weeks back that thought came to my mind. Again, if you like this, oh, oh, and if you happen to be in Hill City, South Dakota on Sundays, and you need a place to come and worship, come to Little White Church. We'd love to have you. And if you're looking for a home church, come to Little White Church. We'd love to have you. May you have an enjoyable evening. God bless.